No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we see where Joshua divides the land on the west side of the Jordan, and 85-year-old Caleb makes a bold request. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Joshua chapter 14 on Simply the Bible. Sometimes we have to fight in order to enjoy rest. That's what we find with the children of Israel. There was a rest for them to enter into. The promised land would be a place of rest, but it would also be a place of warfare. And today we're going to see how one such warrior, an 85-year-old warrior by the name of Caleb, would willingly do what he had to do, which meant having to take down the giants in order to get his inheritance. We pick it up in Joshua chapter 14 today. These are the areas which the children of Israel inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest, Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel distributed as an inheritance to them. Their inheritance was by lot, as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses, for the nine tribes and the half-tribe. For Moses had given the inheritance of the two tribes and the half-tribe on the other side of the Jordan. But to the Levites he had given no inheritance among them. For the children of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. They gave no part to the Levites in the land, except cities to dwell in with their common lands for livestock and their property. As the Lord had commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. So you must understand that, in truth, there were 13 tribes. Jacob had taken the two sons of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh, and called them his own. This opened the way for the 12 sons of Jacob to receive a tribal inheritance, while Levi, being the priestly tribe, would have no tribal inheritance, for the Lord was their inheritance, and Levi would be scattered throughout Israel. Joshua cast lots to see which tribe would receive which territory. These lots were like dice, and God gave the opportunity to make the decision through the casting of the lots. It was an acceptable means of determining the will of God, but in the New Testament, we only see this method used one time when the apostles chose someone to replace Judas. But after the Holy Spirit was given on the day of Pentecost, we don't see the church ever again casting lots. Because now we have the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. We pray and we're faithful in doing what God has called us to do. And we wait upon him for him to reveal to us what we should do by his spirit, by his word, by his peace that guards our hearts, and by opened and closed doors. Now, Reuben Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh had received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan River. Moses had given it to them while he was still alive. 
Now Joshua would divide the land on the west side of the Jordan and give it to the other nine and a half tribes of Israel. Verse 6. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. Gilgal was the base of operations for Joshua and the children of Israel on the west side of the Jordan. When we get to chapter 18, we will see that this was moved to Shiloh. Now, Caleb is a wonderful example in Scripture. He is known as the man who wholly followed the Lord. In fact, it said that of him several times. Let me just say that anyone who wholly follows the Lord will most certainly prosper in what he or she does. But what is so remarkable about Caleb is that even when he was 85 years old, he was as strong and courageous as he was when he was 40. Man, I would love that boast. Now, this makes me think that sin takes its toll on an individual. And I have seen it. I have seen people that have lived a hard and fast life, and it just wears on them. It shortens the lifespan and weakens the virility. That shouldn't surprise us because there is a spiritual law at work. The wages of sin is death. As one who wholly followed the Lord, Caleb experienced abundant life even into his 80s. At a time when most people would be ready to hang it up, Caleb was ready to rip it up. 45 years earlier, when the children of Israel first came to Kadesh Barnea, he and Joshua had been the two lone voices among the 12 spies who came back with an encouraging report. They saw the giants of the land and said, They are bred for us. Their hope was not in their own strength, but in the power of the Lord to do all that he had promised. Because of their faith, they were the only two people who left Egypt as adults that were able to go into the promised land some 40 years later. Faith inherits God's greatest blessings. Verse 10. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. As he said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. I would love to be as strong as Caleb at the age of 85. Wouldn't you? Caleb's secret to this fountain of youth was that the Lord had kept him alive and strengthened him. And during those 38 years of wilderness wandering, 
Caleb never lost sight of the vision that God had given him. He walked through the land of Canaan as one of the spies. He saw that it was an exceedingly good land. And he waited and waited and waited until that whole generation died off. Until the oath that Moses had sworn would finally come to pass. Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. I believe it's so important to lay hold of that which God has promised, that vision which he has given to us, that revealed will of God. God has an inheritance for each of us. His boundaries fall for us in pleasant places if we are willing to wholly follow him. Do you know what the land of your inheritance is? Do you know what God has prepared for you? Are you running in your lane that he has marked out for you? I just returned from Romania where I spoke with a man who is in his 50s. In his life, he has done various things, but he is still unsure of God's direction for his life. I challenged him to fast and to pray until he receives wisdom and assurance from the Lord and direction for what God would have him do. And then I gave him Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. When I shared that verse with him, his eyes lit up. He smiled as though he didn't even know it was in the Bible. So he went away excited to press into the Lord in prayer so that he could know that which God has called him to. Do you know that for your own life? Verse 12. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. I love this. Now, he's telling Joshua, okay, you remember we were there back at Kadesh Barnea, you know, 38 years ago, and we saw that the Anakim, that is the giants, were there. And the cities were great and fortified. But he says, hey, maybe it will be that the Lord will be with me and I'll be able to drive them out as the Lord said. He wasn't presumptuous, but he believed that God could do it and that God could give him the strength to do it. Verse 13, and Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was Kirjath Arba. Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim. It is interesting that the word Hebron means fellowship. And Caleb wanted to reside in the place of fellowship with God. But he knew that in order to get there, he had to make war with a bunch of giants. But he was willing to do it. Caleb was not one to retire on the Mediterranean coast. He wanted to go up and fight the giants in order to gain the land of Hebron, the place of fellowship with God. And you know, it is true that when we encounter difficulties, when we encounter challenges, when we must 
fight the giants of the land. That's going to be the time when we find that God is faithful and it causes us to get on our knees. It causes us to pray hard in order to see God give to us the strength and the victory over the challenges and the giants that we face. Listen, never shrink back from the challenges, but find out what it is that God has called you to. Lay hold of the vision that he has poured out into your life, the prophetic revelation. And when he gives that to you, hold fast to it and run with perseverance the race. Yes, there may be warfare. Yes, there may be giants. But if you will face them in the power and the strength of the Lord, and if you will wholly follow the Lord in faith, then you will see God deliver them into your hand. Verse 15 closes this chapter with a beautiful phrase. Then the land had rest from war. And may we be faithful to enter the rest that we have through Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will see where the tribe of Judah receives their designated allotment in the promised land and the elderly Caleb drives out the giants. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible. 